This is the Relentless Podcast. My name is Christine. I'm a small business owner and student of success. I have become obsessed with talking with other entrepreneurs about their strategies, struggles, tactics, and routines. One of the key qualities that all of these individuals have in common, their ability to be relentless. Joined here today with Tom and Sierra Andy. I don't think they need an introduction, but I'm going to let them tell us a little bit about who they are. Uh, yeah, so Tom and Sierra Andy, we are uh, freshly married, but a uh, long time together, high school sweethearts. Um, I'm a musician and a photographer, and Sierra is a fine artist and a photographer. And so that photography aspect is kind of like where we team yeah. up, and um, yeah, and that's where we do our business, Tom and Sierra Wedding Photography. And, You've been doing that for a solid amount of time. Um, launched in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had like the first wow. real season in 2019. Um, you know, 2020. Kind of sucked. <laughs> pretty, um, pretty normal for everybody. Well, we're back on track now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So that's why I wanted you guys to kind of do your own intro because I'm like, oh my God, they do kind of a little bit of everything. And when I think of you guys, you guys just have this like, very cool and creative and artistic vibe in kind of everything that you do. You just seem like very creative people. And so you guys do photography, you do a little graphic design, you do singing, you do pet portraits. I mean, what are each of you working on right now? Like what, what were you doing before you came in today? Um, well, I was editing photos. <laughs> okay. We are in the bulk of the wedding season right now. Yeah. And I do all the editing for the weddings. Um, it's kind of just like a fair trade. Tom does the emailing and talking to the clients. Um, okay. He's really good at that. And then I'm just more detail oriented and I love editing photos. Okay. So I just do that now. Tom, he's, he's happy to take the photos and then walk away. And it, it actually kind of saves my life a little bit because I, I get really busy with music during the on season of photography as well. Ooh. And I'm taking other photo clients and video clients all the time. And so for Sierra to just cover all things wedding, like yeah. uh, on the editing side of things, it's such a big job and it's such an important job that she's right. Like I wouldn't, I don't, I don't wanna like diss myself, but I wouldn't have the attention to detail. <laughs> And yeah. there was a while where we were splitting it up and it just it wasn't working. It wasn't because as organized. You can't, you can't edit separately the same wedding because then you put all the photos together right. and it's like, oh, your photos are a little warmer than mine. How right. It's not like a cohesive it's not thing. Cohesive. Yeah. And yeah. I also I get a really sick satisfaction out of it. I love it. Like she does. Yeah. I really, really enjoy editing the weddings. Um I will go through the gallery like three separate times. Yeah. Tom will just edit it once and then I'm like, I'm like, pretty it's sure ready. I'm good. I and feel I'm like, like it's no, good to it's go. Not. Like we yeah. have to look at this one more yeah. time. Yeah. Um, so, yep. I was editing photos. Um, I kind of have put pet portraits on the back burner for the summer. Okay. Because I made the mistake of taking on pet portraits during the summer last year. And it was mm-hmm. like, wake up, edit photos, go upstairs, paint. And it was just, it became way too much. Yeah. So now I'm saving the pet portraits for like the holiday season. Okay. That makes sense. That's funny. When I was preparing for this, I was kind of thinking about that. I was like, so you guys are creative in so many different areas. Like, is it hard to jump from one to the other or does one kind of inspire the next? Like, how do you, how do you thrive in all these areas? Like, tell me what's your secret. I'm dying to know. (laughs) It's a weird thing to like pitch. I've always just used the term like creative entrepreneur, because it feels like I'm always just trying to monetize whatever I'm good at. Yeah. It's really like, can I monetize this? Yeah. And I will. That's good. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it can be, I think photo and music 
work really well for me because I actually only really got into photo because of music. Okay. So I wanted to make cover videos um, and I was just researching what are the best tools to do that. And okay. That's when I came into DSLR cameras. Yeah. Um, I had done a lot of filming of skateboarding when I was young. Mm -hmm. and so I kind of knew what I was looking at. I didn't technically know the exposure triangle and how to use it, but uh, yeah, it led into it. So the entire time that I've been doing music, I've been also like self-shooting a lot where Sierra shoots mm -hmm. uh, pretty much anything where I can't be holding the camera. Um, like the Sunshine Love thing that we just put out, that's Sierra on the other end of the camera. Okay. So, thank you, Sierra. I love You're you. You're welcome. You're amazing. He, yeah. he pays me in food. I literally do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I like that arrangement. That's good. Eat. Yeah. <laughs> you shoot this video, I'll buy you lunch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, Sierra has, has been like insanely um, helpful and supportive in that end. And I think being able to use our own projects to practice photo and video as we yeah. were getting started was a really good way. And so mm -hmm. I think they flow pretty easily, actually. Yeah. I feel comfortable either way because I'm typically, like she said, I, I answer emails and take phone calls and do FaceTime meetings and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. not so fun stuff. But the stuff that, you know, you <laughs> got to be a special kind of guy yeah. to be like yeah. taking client calls and things like that. So we just yep. kind of work on each other's strengths and mm -hmm. um, cover each other's weaknesses or... Uh, yeah. I guess maybe the things the other one doesn't want to do. Yeah. It's not that Sierra can't yeah. can't take calls and it's not that I can't edit weddings. But yeah, you've found like this good balance of what works for each mm -hmm. of you in it. Well, we're kind of like opposites. So it's like he wants to talk to everybody. Yeah. I, I, I'm more willing to go sit in the corner. Not really yeah. Much. <laughs> Honestly, so. for me, that's been one of the harder things for me, too, about business is because and I seem very outgoing to people. People are like, you're such a natural. And I'm like, yeah, I can totally talk to anybody. I, I love people, but I'm also very introverted. Like there are some times where I'm like, I don't want to fucking see anyone today. Like yep. it takes every ounce of energy that I have just to like go in and be around people. And sometimes you have to be on when you don't want to be. And it's that's one of the harder things for me where I'm like, I love that I have staff now that sometimes I can be like, I'm going to be back there on the computer like you handle this. Because, I mean, for me, that's like the biggest struggle is is having to be on when the introvert in me is just like, I want to go home and be by myself. <laughs> also, like when you're in a smaller town, um, like we all are, like your business, like you are your business. And people mm -hmm. come in, they want to support you. And so when they see you there, they're kind of like probably expecting, I would yeah. imagine. You know, yeah. Like, and I mean, and that's that's one of the I should say, too, that's that's difficult because when people come in and they do want to see me, it is because I, I want to be there that I want to fill that need for you. And it's like I had to put up some boundaries just because if everyone comes in and they need me like the business is halted. Like right. I also do the purchasing. I do the marketing. I put together the email blast like I do all of those things. And so it's like I can't do both. And so I think that's why we were so careful in selecting what staff we brought in. I didn't want to just like say any rando on the street, just come in and be a cashier. Like Jenna is like me. She's very personable. She's got like a good energy about her. And when people come in, like she's genuinely excited to see them and help them wants to help out. So that's been a good thing to have too, because it is hard because you can't always do everything for the business. I yeah. mean, that's tough. And it definitely seems like um, it's cool when this, the local businesses create almost like their own little, it's like you have like your own little band. Like yeah. That's your band. Like, <laughs> it's pretty much your band. Yep. Yeah. And that's something that I think is tough for Sierra and I is like, we don't really have any opportunity to um, 
I guess a delegate maybe isn't the right word, but like we're not mm. we're not hiring anybody. Yeah. You can't have someone besides Tom and Sierra at Tom and Sierra wedding photography. Right. Well, so. it's like I'm very much an introvert as well. It's like when I go photograph a wedding and I'm around so many people, I need like two days to recover. I'm yes. Like, I don't want to leave the house because I just spent eight, ten hours like talking to everybody. Overload. You know, small talk with wedding guests. Yes. And, stuff, and then you come home and you're like, oh, my gosh, like I need to stay in my house. Uh-huh. But I will say in the aspect of like not having employees is I get really lonely too though yes. because I spend Monday through Friday sitting at home at the kitchen table editing photos. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Tom comes and goes. Like he's there working too, but he also has all of his shows in the summer too. So it's like he packs up and he leaves and then I'm just sitting there and I'm like, how many more Netflix shows can I watch? Surrounded <laughs> by cats. Just, yep. Yeah. Well, because I'm sitting there, I'm like editing the photos. I have Netflix on my iPad, like right next to me. Yep. And I'm just like, that's my life. And sometimes I do get a little lonely. I'm like, oh man, like I kind of wish I just had like somebody on the other end of the table, like working with me. Yeah. My husband is a photographer and he has the same setup and it's either YouTube podcasts or he'll put just mm-hmm. like old movies or shows or something on. And same thing, I'll come in and I'm like, I don't want to talk because I've been on all day. And he's like, you're literally the first person I've seen in 24 hours, you know, like he just wants, you know, and it's it. I can imagine that that's got to be very lonely because you have to be so dialed in too. you can't just like effortlessly go through photos. And so you're, you're just like in the zone. And and so, yeah, it's nice that you guys do have these different mediums that you can kind of swap to when you want to be a little more social. Mm-hmm. So how do you guys, I have, I mentioned my husband's a photographer and I don't really have much to do with the business anymore. Um, we don't do a lot of weddings. And so I've kind of been able to pull out, but do you guys like, have you had to kind of find a rhythm working together? Like, do you deal with like when you're at a wedding, do you have to like put aside if you had a fight that morning? Like, how do you deal with the fact that you guys are in a relationship together and you work together? Because I need to know. <laughs> well, from my point of view, and then I'll let him like have his point of view too. Um, I feel like we're really good at it. I don't like remember trying to find a rhythm. Like it just kind of naturally has happened. Yeah. Like, um, we're really good at working together. We respect each other, which yeah. is really important in that type of relationship as well. Um, and I just have a lot of fun. I don't know if I'd want to shoot weddings without him. Like, yeah. I just enjoy the process of waking up and getting ready together and yeah. driving to the wedding and shooting together. And we have a lot of fun. Um, if we're, like, not vibing that day, so mm-hmm. to speak, it doesn't affect us in terms of, like, working. We tend to get over whatever we bickered about, like, really quickly. Nice. Um, so for me, I feel like it's always been super easy. I don't know if um, Um, he's like oh shit i'm changing my answer now no no, no. (laughs) backtracking (laughs) no i did have a follow-up question uh do we ever get a brad episode do we ever get to see brad it's funny i said to him yesterday when my person canceled i was like do you want to be my interview today (laughs) because we will at some point i think because i think that would be good because we like i say we we work together but now we both are very busy in our separate businesses. So, I mean, when he's in sports photo mode, we don't even see each other very often. But that's a back end that I would be so interested in. Like, I, yeah. I would love to hear Brad's perspective on um, on tackling that market as opposed to 
seniors as opposed to weddings as opposed like there's so many different mm-hmm. types of photography and each one has its own challenge and yeah. reward and um yeah I, I would I love to hear all that stuff yeah we got to bring him on and I mean it's it's one of those things too where I'm gonna have to say to him like can you share some of the stories because he's got some stories and it's it's been challenging <laughs> in different ways I mean as you know when you're doing weddings it's just like you're at someone's best day. You know what I mean? Like there's just such a good energy. It's Mm -hmm. exciting. You might have like a drunk person or something, but for the most part, people are in really good spirits. When you're photographing teenagers at a school, it, it can be very different. I mean, and I had to kind of explain to him the girl aspect too, because like he didn't understand. I'm like, teenage girls are not allowed to say that they're pretty. Because he's like, everyone comes up and they're like, oh, my God, I'm so ugly. And I'm like, yeah, they have to say that. They, but that's like a rule at that like, age. It's not my fault. <laughs> he's like, yeah. it's a, and yeah. he's thinking they're saying this is a terrible right. photo. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. do not take this personally. I'm like everyone who comes through and I'm like, and they're all beautiful. They'll realize it when they're in their late 20s. It's fine. You know, but so I'll get him on here to kind of share some of that. But so how do you feel about you yeah. guys working together? So I think it's great. I think um, it kind of goes back to us leaning into the things that we're good at. I maybe for better or for worse, it could be a blessing or a curse. I think it's both. Um, I'm the type that like, I can't help but kind of step up in every situation. I take the room over and it doesn't always leave space for everybody else, which Mm. I think is probably the worst part about it. Like if I'm at a group of eight people and there's something we got to accomplish, I'm the first one to be like, okay, everybody. So I think we could do this if anybody else has ideas. And I think that's helpful, but it can also be, um, really like overshadowing to everybody else where it's mm-hmm. kind of like, so I've been trying to do a better job at slowing down at wedding days and just kind of taking things slowly. Yeah. Breathing between things. Yeah. I'm normally like, we could shoot there. We could shoot there. We could shoot there. I yeah. think we'll yeah. go over here. And if I could get you guys to come on over there and mom and dad, you guys are good. Okay, great. We're good. And it's like, yeah. Right. Yes. I've, I've had great. to tell him before I have had conversations with him where I'm just like, just slow down it's, yeah it's, nothing yeah. is as urgent as you think it is right um and then also i he has a bigger voice than me i'm you know shy and mm-hmm. so, are you saying that i have extreme vocal power yeah, maybe. texture clarity and pitch? something along those lines yeah. <laughs> but um i've had to like ask him before like hey like can you leave a little space for me to get my ideas out there um but yeah other than that like we work really well yeah together. and i think it's it's a situation where like there are certain parts of the day where you don't necessarily need two people. Mm-hmm. So there's better ways to kind of split tasks up. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's really helpful for us. Another thing that I'll say that I, I feel is pretty like um, maybe unique, I guess, or like uh, a big strength of us working together is a lot of the times when you're shooting weddings, you'll get your lead photographer and then they hire out a second photographer mm-hmm. and you get your leader and your intern basically. Yep. And they are glorified they get that intern kind of role they just kind of stand around and wait to be told what to do next um they don't really want to split off from the lead photographer they there's a reason why they're the second most of the time and so for us it just feels great because you really have two leads yeah we've got to split up we split up if um there's two completely separate getting ready situations Mm -hmm. then you know that neither uh party like got the lesser photographer it's like either way Mm -hmm. you're safe yeah, I shoot things relatively the same. And no matter what, you're in trusted hands. There's mm-hmm. no no intern energy here. No mistakes will be made. And so it just feels good to kind of be able to rely yeah. on Sierra. And, you know, and you guys and to just yep. relying on partners. Yep. And you have a consistency 
like you both are going into every wedding with a similar vision. Like you're on the same page. I feel like when, and not speaking ill of anyone, obviously, but if, if you do have to outsource, it's going to, it might be inconsistent based on who you're getting, unless you're hiring the same person every time. And it's interesting that you said that about, um, you know, you kind of taking over and taking charge in certain situations. Cause that that's me too. When I would be there as the second shooter. And all of a sudden I feel like I'm the wedding coordinator and I'm like, guys, we need to be outside in five minutes. Like where, you know what I mean? And so like, that's how I am too. And Brad's like, I just need you to take the ring photos. (laughs) Can you just, and you know, so that would always be interesting. But I mean, I felt like we left every wedding, like friends with the people though. Like, do you guys feel that way? Like I, I, that was my favorite part. And what I kind of miss about weddings is it's like, you do spend like from the stressful part of getting ready and then you're doing all this stuff. Like, I feel like you just get to know these people. Yeah. Like the entire day you're spending with them. And then in addition, we offer like engagement sessions in some Mm -hmm. of our packages. So it's like, I always love when we do the engagement session because that's like the first time we really meet them. And then you establish a relationship that way. And then you're in contact before the wedding. And by the time you're done with the wedding and you're like giving them a hug goodbye at the end of the night on the dance floor, I'm just like, I know you. Yeah. (laughs) I really know you at this point. And I've met your parents and your grandparents and your friends. And um, we always leave like feeling pretty happy and like connected with the couple. And then also it's kind of hilarious because lately all of our couples have like we show up and they all have sour gummy worms waiting for us because we've been posting on our story. We just, we get sour gummy worms on wedding day and we keep them in our backpack oh and we just gosh. keep them throughout the day as like a little snack. You just need that brain food. And it's, back so to we posted it like twice and now we show up and all the couples have bags waiting for us. Oh and my I'm God, just that's like, amazing. this is a great way to start the day though. Cause I yeah. already feel so loved and welcome. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're watching you too. Exactly. It's not like, oh, our yeah. wedding photographers, whoever, like they, yeah. they're, you know, invested in you guys and they're excited to have you there which is awesome i like getting to um like maybe it's just a groom thing i don't know because i'm usually with the groom Uh getting ready i do kind of double dip where it makes sense but um they always get so much more comfortable when they get with their partner Mm -hmm. and it's like it's just great to see them go from like nervous uh uh-oh like i don't even know how to communicate yeah to like okay i'm with with my partner now i feel good yep and it's just it's cool to watch that happen even just from like a side perspective and as the day goes on as they get more comfortable and we get to know them yeah seeing them reunite with their partner is always yeah well have you guys ever been approached by like someone who you did their wedding and now they have a baby to be like guys we really want you to do the photos like do you have to just stay in the wedding lane have you committed to that or have you considered going outside we've much committed to the wedding lane yeah um, we've had like a few people not anyone that we shot weddings for uh-huh come to us asking for like maternity shoots and stuff yeah. and I just feel like there's other photographers who are really passionate about that and yeah. like that's their expertise and there's a special way to go around it mm-hmm. as well and I think that we're really good at just knowing what we're good at and what we're passionate about yeah it's like I don't want someone to pay me money to do a job that I'm not passionate about yeah because it's not fair to them and then it's not fair to me either and it's just yeah. There's photographers out there who really, really make that their, you know, that's their main photography. So we stick to weddings. For me, I'm a little more willing to blur lines, mainly for friends and family, where it's like, if I know that I'm helping out somebody that I'm Mm -hmm. tight with, then like, 
I just want to be able to help them. Like that's yeah. one thing I really like. Then you're passionate actually, about them. Yeah. Right. Yes. I've done yep. senior portraits for um, a family member before. Same. Okay. Yeah. Same. But yeah. I don't like anybody else. I don't make we, that my thing though. We send straight to Brad. I actually yeah. just <laughs> we sent, do. We literally do. I did. I sent Brad's information to somebody like two weeks ago. Well, so. thank you. <laughs> I know he he loves the seniors. Um, Cause especially when he gets a call and it'll be like, well, you know, he, he races cars or he does something like that's the mm-hmm. stuff where Brad really likes yeah. it. And I think he identifies too. I mean, he does a lot of, of young girls, but he identifies too with like the guys who come and they're just like, I'm doing this for yeah. my mom. Yeah. Like, and trying to and like, like crack them a little cool. and open yeah. them up. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, so it, it, it's interesting too, because I mean, we, we started doing weddings in the beginning because number one, it was really fun. And it, I mean, there's, there's decent money in that, in that lane, but it, it is a lot of work and it's very difficult to wear all the hats. And like you say, put that creative energy and that passion to kind of be more focused with it. I, I do think it can create a better product. At least that's been our experience. So it's interesting to hear that that's, that's how you guys feel too. Yeah. So I want to switch a little bit, Tom. This has been a big week for you. You had another single released. So I have to tell you first <laughs> that Ride and Vibin is one of my favorite songs. I love that. So, number that one, so the music much. video is amazing. And that was you, then you. Yes. Cre- and yes. so that's been on the Blush Boutique playlist for over a year. But I so we just added the new single. So, Tell us about the new single, how, who wrote it, what it was it like making the video, all the things. Okay. First of all, just like big thank you because I think <laughs> playlisting in that exact format mm-hmm. is such a powerful thing for just residual plays as yeah. a musician. Like that's kind of the ideal setup is like, can I get on a an everyday mm-hmm. station, so to speak? So for you to do that, awesome. So appreciate that. And even just, you know, playing the little video when it shows up on Facebook, when I put it out, like that means a lot because it's really easy to just skip people's stuff. So thank you for listening. Um, and anybody else who maybe who listens, uh, when we stream, they call them lurkers, people who, <laughs> who watch the stream, but don't chat. Okay. And I think we might all be surprised how many lurkers we have. I think I'm a lurker though. I don't chat. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't chat ever. Social media in general though, like yeah. people who are like big time subscribers, they watch everything you do. Okay. They don't, Interact that much. Interact that. Okay. Much, but they're yeah. paying very close attention. Right. So okay. I'm I just a wanna, lurker. Shout out to the lurkers. <laughs> We're the um, lurkers. <laughs> but yeah, so Sunshine Love, uh, that's a song that I, I wrote actually, you know what? If I can find it like really fast. Sure. I was asked by um the distributor who's like, they're kind of like a label to us, um, but without any negative sides. Okay. Um to describe the song. And I oh. wrote this little like uh, blurb okay. that I loved. Um, I thought it was very fitting. Was this for like the Spotify thing? Or? Yeah, so when you when you get a song on the internet, there's all these different things that you have to put down um, just to kind of like get it categorized. Okay, yeah. Successfully, because the algorithm is, yes. everybody bow down to the algorithm. Yes, um, I'll ever understand. <laughs> But so there's a lot of like little back end questions you have to answer and things that go into it. Okay. So I wrote a little, um, a little blurb on it. Okay. Okay. This is it. Uh, Sunshine Love is a mood booster. The track was inspired by reggae, but transformed for Andy Bros format. Tasteful guitar parts complement a simple beach pop track with easy hooks and harmonies throughout. 
Andy Bros wanted a singable, simple bop with some sparkle. Sunshine Love was written to accomplish that. Wow. So that was my little, and I'm like, that's actually the, that that's nice. the best way to describe it. That was perfect. It. Um, so yeah, so it, everything that Ken and I do is, um, is pretty collaborative. There's not anything that's Andy Bros that doesn't have both of our flavors. Okay. Um, and so I'm a very straightforward, they call it a one, four, five, the pop progression. Mm -hmm. of like, you know, when Ed Sheeran plays a hundred songs with four chords, those chords. Basically. Okay. I'm that guy. Whereas Kenny is a little more sophisticated. He wants more out of it. He's a more of a sensitive artist. Um, and so <laughs> I bring the basic singable pop um, like workability to it. And he always brings the sophistication. So um, yeah, this song is exactly that. Um, it's, I don't know if it's a probably, probably about a 50-50 split, everything we do. Um, generally, I'll come up with something. I'll bring it to Ken. He'll say, okay, I like this. I don't like that. Let me try to rewrite this. And then we take that and we do it again. And we say, okay, I like this, but not that. Let's try to rewrite that. And then we play it a few times over live. And um, if it works, then it works and it's good to go. And yeah. Sunshine Love works. That's why I was like, oh, we wanted something very approachable musically. Because um, it's tough when you write something that's hard to perform. Mm -hmm. Our last song we did, Caffeine. It's a really cool song, but it's it's hard to perform. Like, yeah. it's sneaky difficult. And so anybody who who may have ever tried, it's it's I have to sing it and it's not fun. <laughs> so it's not that I can't do it, but let's make something easy to accomplish so that when I go out to do it, I do it well. Yeah. And that's kind of I, I take that to photography and videography, too, where like mm -hmm. I don't ever really want to bite off something that I can't chew. Mm -hmm. and so. I like accessible projects that I can knock out of the park. And so Sunshine Love was that. Yeah. And I mean, it's just as a listener, it's it's great. I love your vibe, but it's just fun. Like it's something that you. it's like it's sunny and I put my windows down in my car. What do I want to play? Like that's the song you want to play. Like that. it just puts you in a good mood. I love things that are a little bit romantic. I'm like a hopeless romantic. I grew up with rom-com. So I love a song that's like about a good, easy, fun relationship. Yep. And, and so that's why I, I just love the music. And it's perfect, like I say, for my store, for a summer playlist. I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's right there. So, and it just seems like you just are a very collaborative person. And I love that, like, in both partnerships that you have, you know, you just kind of ebb and flow and everybody finds their strengths. And I mean, have you always been like that? Or is that something you have to work on? Um, I think I have always been like that just because my brother and I grew up very close in age. We shared a bedroom. We shared literally everything. Yeah. We shared an Xbox. Like that type of, we share <laughs> That's all the hardcore, same so. passions because whatever he did, I just wanted to do too. So yeah. we both skateboard, we both play music. We both, so a lot of the stuff that we do is, is we're a team in. And so in being with Sierra, it's kind of the same thing. Like uh, anything that's mine is hers and anything we do together. Um, I usually, you know, I feel better that we're doing it together. I feel right. lucky that I have a partner who I can rely on and uh, who can make me better. And I yeah. think that's the other thing with collaboration is if you get a good collaboration, then both sides are making each other better. Yeah. And so I'm more than happy to be made better. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> it's a pretty good deal, right? If support me, then I, I might as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I love a good collaboration and I'm also uh, generally pretty unoffendable. So okay. I'm, I'm happy to. Not a sensitive artist. Yeah. I'm not a sensitive it's artist. Not. I am so sensitive. And that, it's funny. One of the questions that I like to ask people 
who put out content or who take these risks. And I mean, because when you put out a piece of art, that's putting like your soul out for people to see, review, critique. And like, how do you deal with criticism? Like, do you parse what's constructive criticism and maybe something that, you know, you should pay attention to with somebody who's just being an asshole? Like, how do you deal with that? What do you look at the comments? How do you how do you do it? Okay, for me, I don't take it very well. (laughs) Same. (laughs) If it truly is like constructive criticism, Mm -hmm. um, I think it bothers me more in the sense that like I kind of feel like, oh, no, like I didn't do it right or I'm not good enough. Um, But I do use it to kind of like reshift and see what I can do to like do better. Yeah. Um, In terms of just like negative comments, I mean, I'm not... I don't have a lot of followers, so <laughs> I don't really get, like, negative stuff, so okay. to speak. Um, but in terms of putting my artwork out, I am always very nervous about it. Um, yeah. I'm very, very hard on myself. I'm not sure, like, mm. anyone who creates isn't, maybe except right. for mom, um, <laughs> but not a sensitive artist. Yeah. But for me, I'm always second-guessing everything. Yeah. Whenever I post artwork um, or even photos on our business page, yeah. I'll go back and look at it, like, five more times throughout the day, maybe even 10. I'm just like, was it a good enough post? Like, are those photos good enough? Was that painting good enough? And after about 24 hours, I kind of forget about it and move on. But I do have a hard time with it. Um, I'm always assuming that somebody is thinking badly about it. But then at that point, I just have to remember that art is subjective and Mm -hmm. it's not for everyone. So what you create, there's going to be people who don't like it. And then there's going to be, be people who absolutely love it. Yeah. And maybe they don't comment on they it. Could they're out there and they, they love could it. Lurking. Exactly. A lot of people, lurkers out yeah, there. <laughs> I had people come up to me and be like, oh, my gosh, I saw your recent painting. I love it. And I was like, I didn't even know you paid attention. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like, well, and it's kind of funny, too, because I feel like in real life, people are pretty awesome. Like mm-hmm. we get people like that all the time. And it's like you say, it's people who you didn't even know were watching. And you're like, oh, my God, thank you. And then. You know, when you look in the comment section, it's like, number one, I think that troll, some people do just troll. That's just their thing. Mm -hmm. But one thing I started to notice that's helped me a little bit and that I try to tell my staff is I go, most of the people who are just the shit talkers, not the constructive criticism, but just the ones who, you know, tell us that like, we're just terrible people and all that stuff. It's like, they're not content creators, they're not contributing the stuff. They're just the reviewer. They're the lurkers, mm-hmm. but they're the mean ones. And like, they're literally just looking at other people's work and critiquing it. And so it's like, you have to just kind of take that with like a consider the source attitude too, of like, you know, if this person is contributing and they're putting stuff out and they have feedback on what I'm doing, I actually do want to hear it, even if it's going to be painful. And I it like because I'm very critical of myself, too. I don't know if it's a female thing, but <laughs> I'm sure. Be. No, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I mean, but, the yeah. world is designed to. Yeah. Make female second guess. And we're perf- perfectionists. It's like mm-hmm. you feel like you have to have everything perfect before you can release it. And so you feel just very vulnerable. But I mean, that's been one thing that's definitely helped. But I still get the twinge. I mean, when this first podcast came out, I like told all my family, I'm like, listen, it's not that good. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I had to prepare yeah, them. And I'm like, it gets better. And, you know, and it's like this precursor. And it's like, Christine, come on, just try to be confident. But. But it's a struggle. And I think it just speaks to how much we care about 
the stuff that we're putting out there and we want people to find value in it. It's not just just, you know, give ourselves credit. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm generally pretty unaffected. I, I've gotten probably more negative comments than anybody like I, because of our past with YouTube. YouTube is like a very anonymous place to yeah. leave comments. Yeah. And we've got like hundreds of thousands of views on videos that now are like 10 years old and okay. negative comments keep rolling in. I get them by email all the time and like- That's bananas. Great way to start your day. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but it's, it's like, I've just gotten really good at just shaking my head and moving on. Oh, I would never go on. I mean, Experts you guys could have that. like a epic fail, which you wouldn't, but I would never comment. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you just, as someone who puts your- out there you just wouldn't you're like I just want to root people like root for people I want to cheer them on let me share their stuff I've, I've just always been that way because maybe because I know how hard it is and how vulnerable you can feel to do stuff like that mm -hmm. and so but yeah it's never people who contribute yeah if you like <laughs> click on their profile it's like you don't do anything. No. It's like right. people who are leaving the nastiest comments, like they're not out there creating music. They're not, they're not posting music videos. They're not yeah. painting. They're not, you know what I An mean? An expert they're... would cheer you on. Exactly. They would yeah. be like, oh, this yeah. is great. You're doing good. Keep it up. They well, and I think too, you know, there's like this old school narrative too of like, of, of competition. Now here, my husband is a photographer. I used to work with him. You guys are photographers. And I think that there are some people who would be like, why are they sharing each other's posts? Like, why are they? And to me, I'm like, no, we need to be like, mm -hmm. I, I've just always felt like you should cheer for people. I think there's enough room for everybody. And like, I want to promote people who are good because number one, it's good to have a relationship to where if we couldn't do something, we would obviously refer them to you. Or also like, I, there's nothing worse for the business than a terrible photographer <laughs> like that yeah. gives the business a bad name. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. I think it's really important to spread awareness about people who are good at their craft. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? Um, for me, I feel like I've never really felt in competition with anyone in terms of wedding photography because I have this heightened sense of every photographer has such a different style. Yeah. Every photographer has a certain vibe, um, some like more posed type of vogue coverage mm -hmm. of a wedding. Um, others are more like photojournalistic. Yeah. And I think that there is a photographer for everybody. Like, yeah. And I don't feel like any of us are the same. I feel yeah. like we all have different strengths. We all have different weaknesses. And so I love following other photographers on yeah. our wedding page. I love liking all their stuff. Um, I'm inspired by the stuff that they right. post. And I just have a strong realization that it's like the clients who find us, they find us because they find something in our work that they really, really like. Yeah. And clients who don't want to book us, that's okay because there's a photographer out there who there's something about them that that client really loves yeah. that maybe we don't have. And I just like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know it does. And um, I think the other thing is just like having allies in your market mm -hmm. is so important too, just because there's, you literally can't take every. Wedding. Yeah. In fact, you can only take one a day. Yeah. So, <laughs> and there are a lot of weddings happening yeah, every year. So yeah. It's better to be able to pass them off to somebody mm -hmm. and make, you know, your ally happy, make your potential client happy. Everybody ends up happy. Like yeah. mm -hmm. I do it a lot musically where I have friends that we play the same types of gigs and all we do is help each other. Yeah. It, it has never been anything but positive. We all just did better because we had each other in each yep. other's corners. And I think 
That's true in any business. It, like you see it a lot in the craft beverage market around here. Like yeah. there's a reason why all of them work together and yep. plan events together and cross promote. And you know, you need a wine trail event. Yeah. You don't need a single winery event. Yeah. Exactly. So there's always, again, power and collaboration. Well, and I just love seeing people succeed. Like I, when I see someone like killing it and I guess it's just how I'm wired, but I'm not like, oh man, they did it before me. It's like, oh my God, they did it. That means I could do something similar. I could also succeed. Like it's more inspiring to me than, I mean, obviously there are times when you're like, damn, I should have thought of that or something, yeah. you know, but I just, I love that, you know, we're not in Hollywood. We're not in Nashville. We're not in these like booming markets. And yet when you see someone putting out great music or putting out great photos, I just think it's so exciting to see that. So, um, okay. At the end of every episode, we do a little rapid fire question. Do you think you guys can handle a little rapid fire? Well, I mean, I it, think, worst case I we can't, yeah. <laughs> we could always edit it out and you have to cut it out. <laughs> okay. I know I could, I feel like I could riff and talk with you guys for hours, but I guess we got to wrap things up here. So, Okay, here we go. So answer in like one word, one phrase, and you can either both answer or you can pick. So what is something that you believed about business when you started that you no longer believe? It has to be rapid. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will, I'll say this. I believed that I could fly under the radar uh, legally. No longer believe. Um, <laughs> no. I, yeah, I was... Um, <laughs> I stopped that right away. Yeah, right. right. So. I, I got on his ass about all the things he needed to be doing. But now we're yeah. very compliant. Yeah, he was not happy, but I, uh, I think I know it's it's no fun. But I, I believed it. I no longer do. Okay, nailed it. Ding. Sarah, do you have anything to add? Um, not really. I don't know. I can't think of any. Um, okay, okay. I think that in the beginning, I did not think I was capable enough um, to be able to do it, to be able to make it on my own and have mm -hmm. a full-time income by myself. Yeah. So that was a misconception because now I, like, here I am. This Could is you go. going yeah. into my second full year of just being completely employed by myself. That's amazing. Yeah. So. That's awesome. I think that's a common fear. Um, but it's almost like sometimes I think you hold yourself back by not mm -hmm. just going all in, you know, and, yep. and, and I second that's awesome. everything. So yeah, working well, on that. That's amazing. Okay. What is the biggest lie or myth about entrepreneurship either that you've seen online or I don't know if it's a myth or lie, but one thing's for sure. You have this really sick cross between no time off and all the time off in the world. <laughs> And there's, yes. it's like, yes. it somehow is both and neither at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. Like, well, we, here's what I appreciate about our situation. Um, other than having to be at a wedding, I'm just editing photos at home or I'm painting at home. So I don't have to do it at a particular time during the day. That's yeah. what I really like. And therefore, so although I'm working, have to do it at all times. I know. Of the day because of that, sometimes I'll like, spend like ten hours a day, like working on stuff, which is obviously more than if I was to go clock into a nine to yep. five. But the good thing about it is that I can take breaks when I want to. I can yes. go for a walk when I want to. I can work out whenever I feel like it. Yep. I don't have to be sitting there yep. permanently from nine to five. But so you, I do have all the time and I have no time at all. You all lose the, the ability to fully detach. <laughs> yeah. Because even yeah, when no, you're on a vacation, you're scheming, you're yep. getting emails, you feel like you got to answer them. And when you're home and it's 
nine o'clock and you've worked all day, you're kind of like, I did that the other night. I should be editing photos we were right now. sitting on the couch at like 9.30 and yeah. I was like, should I go back to There's this photos? nagging guilt. Yeah, and, and Tom I'm like, was like, no, 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 you don't need to do that. And I was like, okay. Yeah. But it's <laughs> like, know. we're off all the time and yet somehow we're the always guilt, on. The guilt never yeah. really goes away. I think no. That, there's no like clocking out. Right. Yep. No clock out. No, yeah. I know. And we'll have to have you back because that's a whole podcast in itself <laughs> is yeah. all of that. Um, okay. So you need to be inspired or, you know, take five to just like get the creative juices flowing again where do you go do you go to a place do you listen to a podcast what do you do okay um i take a nap every day that might be controversial <laughs> but i'm not kidding. you're a napper um, i call it second day okay and i get burnt out i go take a nap it's around three or four every day i'm like a little kid um and then i wake up but then i immediately do my workout and then I get second caffeine, I call it. Okay. And then I am just ready to go for like four or five more hours. Like it's insane. I call it second day. Yeah. So okay. I wake up, drink my coffee, work, and then I nap. And okay. then yeah. I do it all over again. But it works so well for me. Because I've noticed that if I try to power through the burnout, yeah. anything that I'm working on goes to shit. It, it, and you have to redo have half to redo of it anyway. Of it. Yep. Um, we do take a lot of walks throughout yes. the day too. Those are nice little 15, 20 minute like breaks. Yeah. I think for me, I'm, I'm fully relying on caffeine for day to day motivation. Like fully. Yep. We might no not be the healthy. Oh, I'm a full blown addict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, but then I'll say there is this like magic kind of situation for me where I get the caffeine, but I'm, let's say like driving, I, I, I drive an hour to get my haircut because I think haircuts are very important. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I get I get my caffeine and then I have to do nothing for an hour while I'm drinking my caffeine, but drive. And I'm like the times where my hands are, you know, uh, metaphorically tied, but my brain is wired is yeah. wired are the mm -hmm. times that I get most inspired. And, and I just I just sit there and think. Yeah. You started the caffeine song in the yeah, car. I do right a there. lot. of There's a lot of voice memos That's of me in my car just. Yeah. Da, 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 he does it when I'm not around da, 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 da. because I would kill him for Yeah, so I'm most inspired when I <laughs> am completely unable to make a difference, but totally mentally. You're like, in the zone. Rocking, yeah. So I love that. Okay, well, and I think the walking in nature is a biggie too, because that's one of the ones that I lean into. I start every day with a walk outside. Um, okay, so if someone approached you that's thinking about starting a business, taking that leap out on their own and asked you for a single piece of advice, what would you tell them? Do your research. That's so funny. Because 100%. Okay. When we started the business, this is, see, this is where we differ. <laughs> yep, okay. Yep. Um, whenever I, cause like I started the pet portrait business over the pandemic because yep. I needed extra money, you sure. know, weddings were not happening. Yep. Um, I, before I did anything, literally probably spent two full weeks just at the kitchen table researching everything I could, taking notes, reading everything I possibly could about starting a business, how to do it legally, like setting everything up. And then once I figured it all out, like, you know, obviously I learned more as you go. Um, then I jumped into it. Okay. Tom's like the opposite. He's well, like, jump into it first. Hilarious. Deal with I was going to say, I, I can't yeah. wait to hear so his answer I got now. To a little bit while she was talking too. So I have uh, two parts, but one was <laughs> simply start building, like just start, just whatever start. that means, start. And it's different with every business you might want to start, mm -hmm. but there's always something you can do to get started. And so that's my thing is like, start small, but just simply start. Stop sitting here and thinking, I'd like to do that. 
and just start thinking about, okay, what's the first step I'm taking towards doing that? Mm. And then the other thing I would say is if you can find a mentor, because there's probably Mm. somebody just like you who started 10 years ago, who can tell you every turn to take and every dead end to avoid and the quickest path towards success. I think that balanced us out really well starting the photo business because he was more willing to do that. He was a part of like Facebook groups Mm. of already established photographers. So while I was over there doing all of the nitty gritty research, he was talking to other people and we were able to kind of combine our knowledge and figure out exactly what we had to do to start out. But Well, just based on your two answers, I think we know why you guys work so well together. Right, I'm because starting. She's researching. If, you're, yeah. if you were both the ones who are like, we got to have everything perfect and then we'll do it. Nothing you know, it could done. be a problem. Yeah, so it's like yeah. you kind of need because I mean, I found with myself, I have to kind of do both sides of that where sometimes I have to be the risk taker and other times I need someone to be like calm down like just yeah (laughs) so that's awesome that you guys have have those bases covered so I mean you guys have so much going on you it must take up so much of your time it I'm sure it has moments in your relationship where it can be challenging Um, all of the sacrifices that you guys make the stress is it worth it Yes, absolutely. Because I've just never been somebody who, and I don't mean this in like a bad way, but can necessarily work for somebody else. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't find motivation in it. It's really hard for me. Um, So for me being my own boss, Mm -hmm. I I love it. There are sacrifices. We don't do weekends. We don't have weekends. Yeah, literally. We've we've missed friends' weddings. Um, There's a lot that we miss. We don't really get to go to friends' parties. We don't, you know, weekends don't get to go to anything. anything. Literally, yeah. But we do get to decide when we want to go on a vacation. And we don't have to ask anybody. Yeah. You know, we just get to do it. And I love the building process. Like, I love the scalability of, Mm -hmm. like, self-employed entrepreneurship. Um, I think just knowing that like I can earn as much as I can earn, like yeah. as much as I can handle, as much as I can take yeah. on, as big as I can scale myself, that's how big I can get. And so it's a real kind of sky's the limit type of energy. Or maybe the sky's not the limit and I don't ever want to hit the sky. Maybe yeah. I just want to stay comfortably at a spot where I'm, I'm not overworked mm-hmm. and I'm not overstressed, but I am comfortable and happy. And so getting that ultimate say is really nice. And um, yeah, just like the process of seeing things grow. Yeah. Knowing that, you know, we can take steps to make them grow. I think that's inspiring. I think doing the same thing would probably, it's just like, what's the point? Yeah. If it's not growing, what's the point? I know it, it, it fills you up in a way. I mean, I think, I don't think it entrepreneurship is for everyone, but I, I know it's for me because I did work the nine to five and there was just something missing. And I mean, even when I'll go home and I'll be so burned out. I'll be in that place of burnout. I have to just remind myself. I'm like, but this, I'm so fulfilled. Like I'm so proud. Uh, Sometimes I'll like walk through my store or we'll do something and it'll be such a great content day. And I'll see the career that building for Jenna. And I'm like, I get to do this. Like, this is awesome, you know? And so I just, I think I, I, I don't think I could ever go back as challenging as the days can be, but well, you guys have been amazing. I'm so glad that you guys agreed to do this. I mean, I am, I'm a huge fangirl of both of you and I love seeing you guys kill it in everything that you do. So um, thank you so much for coming and for everyone listening. If you liked this episode, please like subscribe and share. 
Thanks for watching and listening. Be sure to follow us on all the socials, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. 